This podcast is brought to you by Parallel, the first and only OBGYN-founded women's vitamin. Parallel bundles together all the daily vitamins a woman needs into one simple packet based on where she is in her pregnancy. Parallel is the only brand that offers targeted prenatals for each individual trimester, which is key because mom and baby require different nutrients during each stage. Parallel has the cleanest formulation on the market and only uses high quality ingredients. Plus their formulation and dosing is meticulously informed by the latest research as well as their founding doctor's clinical insights. Parallel is on a mission to create a world with more healthy babies and supported moms. It has a one-by-one model where they donate a supply of their prenatal vitamins to underserved women across the United States. And in just under a year, they've helped over 5,000 moms. So wherever you are in your pregnancy journey, check out parallelhealth.com and use code BIGKID20 for 20% off your first month. That's parallelhealth.com and use code BIGKID20 for 20% off. We used to play drink and dance all night. Now it's talk of diapers and pacifiers and our pants are feeling tight. Welcome to week eight of pregnancy with yours truly. I'm Sarah Merrill Hall. I'm the comedy writer and personality behind the Instagram blog and podcast called Big Kid Problems. And I'm also an eight weeks pregnant lady. So uh, welcome to the show. I feel like eight weeks is kind of like a mini milestone. Uh, we have a lot going on at week eight. So I feel like we just we just need to jump right into it. All right. So for me, week eight, um, still feeling pretty lousy, but I will say I feel a little bit better from last week. I mean, so far, week seven has been just the worst of it. Um, and I was actually, I was trying to I was explaining to somebody, I'm like, you know, I, I'm starting to feel a little bit better. And then I realized it's because I started taking um, the little cocktail that my doctor told me about last week. And I mentioned it in last week's episode, but it's just um, taking a B6 vitamin and a half of a Unisom at night. And that combo, I think, has really, really helped with my nausea. I mean, honestly, I started, I took it for a couple of days and I was telling Brandon, I'm like, oh, I've actually felt a little bit better the last three days. And like, that was why. So that's been helping me. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm still pretty nauseous, but it hasn't been as severe as it was last week. And I've actually been able to eat a little bit more this week, which helps everything. Um, It helps with energy, helps me like be able to like move and, and do things and use my brain a little bit more than I have been able to the last few weeks. So feel like that really helped the whole B6 Unisom combo if it helps anybody else out there. Um, Week eight is a big week because most people will be taking their or going to their week eight appointments. Uh, If you listen to the show from last week, I actually went a week early for some reason. I'm on a weird timeline with my doctor, but I went and got my um, ultrasound uh, last week, but most of you listening who are at this week eight stage will be doing that this week. So I figured we could talk a little bit more about what to expect at your week eight doctor's appointment. 
Um, so first things first, at least for me, I did the ultrasound first, which is really exciting. Um, some of you may be able to hear your heartbeat. For me, my doctor wouldn't let us hear the heartbeat, but we could see it. So like we, you know, did the little ultrasound and we could see the heartbeat flickering on the screen. It's like a little flicker at this stage, which is kind of, it's really exciting. You know, then you, you kind of know this shit is real <laughs> when you see that, when you see that heartbeat. And then the other big thing about the week eight tests are, this is a time that you get like your first like real blood tests. And let's talk about this for just a hot second, because I don't know about you out there, but I am not great with blood tests. I'll talk about this a little bit more in just a second, but I actually, I actually opted to forgo all my week eight blood tests and move them to my week 12 appointment because at week 12, you go through like even more blood testing. It's like the big one. And I just didn't want to go through it twice. I asked my doctor if I could move it all to week 12, which isn't like ideal. Like I wouldn't say do this for everybody, but if you have as bad of a reaction as I do, it kind of made sense. I'll, I'll get to that in just a second. Uh, but the week eight blood test that you can expect to take at your doctor's appointment is they're going to be checking your blood type and blood count. They do basically a full blood examination or an FBE, which will check your blood type and blood count. You know, they'll check for possible iron deficiency and thalassemia risk. I'm probably totally butchering that, but your doctor will tell you a little bit more. Um, you're also going to be screened for infectious diseases at this point, uh, including HIV, hepatitis B and C. And then depending on your age, your ethnic background and family history, your doctor may recommend further prenatal testing at this stage. So yeah, I went ahead and asked my doctor to push those all to week 12. And I guess I have to kind of talk about this for a hot second because this is going to be a little bit of a dark cloud over pregnancy for me that I have, I'm not even going to call it a phobia of needles because it's like worse than that. It's like a full on body reaction um, there's actually a name for it. Like people call it visovagal, where I will legitimately pass out when having to do a blood test or get an IV or anything like that. The, anything with needles and blood, I have this insane reaction to. And I hate telling people about this because I think everybody thinks I'm exaggerating. Um, even when I went into my, I went into my uh, week five appointment with my doctor. And they were going to do like a quick blood test. And I explained to my doctor, I'm like, no, I have this really terrible reaction. And my doctor didn't take me seriously. And like literally I got a five second blood test. Like they just poked me with the needle. And sure enough, I went into pass out mode. And like two, two nurses had to wheel me into another room, which was so embarrassing. Like I hate this, that I have this, that this is like a horrible reaction I have. And I'll give you guys this example because this like I'm not making this up and I really wish I didn't have this and I'm trying to figure out what I can do to treat it because it really is like scaring me for like the rest of pregnancy but I'll give you this example of like just how bad this is um about a year ago I like a bunch of I was with a bunch of my friends and we were all gonna like they everyone wanted to get IVs because we were having kind of like one of those banger weekends where it was like like Lady Gaga club bus another club not you know like 
we were just hitting it hard and a bunch of my friends wanted to get IVs. And I don't normally like get anything with needles or anything like that because of this reaction that I have. And for some reason I thought, you know, like maybe I'm, I'm in my thirties now, like maybe I've overcome this. And I went to get an IV, everyone else is getting IVs and uh, the doctor went to put an IV in my arm. And like another thing I do is I guess I clench really hard because like my body is just starting to react uh, to this. And the IV went in, blood squirted out because I think I was, you know, clenching so hard. Sure enough, I see the blood and I go straight into pass out mode. Guys, not only do I go to pass out, but this is a side effect that can happen when you pass out because your body is in fight or flight mode. But I also shit my pants <laughs> in front of my group of friends. Okay, this is what I mean when I say I'm not making this shit up about having bad reactions to needles and blood. Like, I wouldn't, you can't, you can't, you wouldn't do that. Like, if it wasn't like an involuntary reaction, it's horrible. I hate it. I don't know what I'm going to do. I mean, my doctor's like, well, like, you're going to have to get over this. So I'm open to ideas out there. If anybody has overcome, something like this let me know slide into my dms i mean i'm looking into like hypnotherapy like i might like i'm legitimately looking up hypnotists in nashville to go to to like just try anything i will try anything because i am not only scared for myself to like go in now to my week 12 appointment and get all these blood tests that i can't avoid anymore but it also like i'm scared for you know my baby like i'm like my body goes into this like crazy fight or flight. Like it's not, it's not a great situation. Um, and even after that really quick blood test that I did at week five, like I was sick for the whole rest of the day after like nearly passing out. So anyway, that's my struggle. Very scared about it. I'm sure I'll be talking about it more as this pregnancy rolls along. Um, yeah. Anyway. Okay. So we've talked about our week eight appointment. Let's talk about what's going on with baby at week eight, shall we? All right. So according to the bump, baby is about as big as a raspberry this week and weighs about 0.4 ounces and measures about 0.63 inches. So a little bit more than half an inch. Um, baby's growing about a millimeter each day. So it's really like picking up steam here. And even though baby has webbed hands and feet, teeny tiny little fingers and toes are just starting to differentiate right now and your baby's tail is almost gone because apparently they have a tail at this stage. Um, you're also going to see an upper lip forming, uh, the protruding tip of like their little nose is starting and they have very thin eyelids right now. Uh, this is kind of weird but like their heart rate at this point is about 150 to 170 times per minute which is roughly about twice as fast as ours like our resting heartbeat and even though you can't feel it just yet uh, our baby's tiny little uh, limb buds are twitching and making spontaneous movements which is kind of fun they're moving around in there and also their little house is getting bigger so our, the amniotic fluid volume is increasing in your womb and it, your womb is expanding to accommodate that growing, you know, our growing tenant in there. <laughs> so that's why you might be feeling uh, 
things get, you know, a little bit more uncomfortable this week, your womb is expanding, um, which leads us into some other symptoms that we may be facing at week eight. So obviously we still have the big three, fatigue, nausea, sore boobs, nothing's really changed there, have all three. Um, Like I said a little bit earlier, my nausea has at least, it's improved like a little bit and even that little bit has helped so much. So do what you got to do out there, find whatever you can find that's going to help you with nausea. Um, I'm just like so thankful that it's even helped a little tiny bit. Uh, At this stage, you can also have a heightened sense of smell. So this is interesting because like you're also so prone to nausea, like catching a whiff of an offensive odor, any, even something that like has never bothered you before could trigger your nausea. So it's best to just avoid any smells that you've become sensitive to. I don't really have a good sense of smell in general, but I did notice this, like Brandon was cooking sausages the other day and I like wanted to throw up. So just be cognizant you may be picking up some scents that you 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 didn't mind earlier on. Um, constipation. So this is also a symptom you might be facing at week eight. Uh, constipation during pregnancy happens to about 50% of us. Um, some ways that you can combat this are to drink lots of water, eat fiber-rich fruits and veggies, and avoid constipating foods like you know, rice and grains, um, and just take lots of walks. Those are some, some tips you can use to help with constipation. Luckily I haven't really had this because like the only things I've been eating are fruit. So that's kind of been like the silver lining, at least for me is that constipation hasn't been a huge issue. Um, headaches are another great one. Uh, and this is because the blood, your blood volume has increased. So this is why you might start getting, uh, more intense and more, uh, frequent headaches. So I I have had a couple bad headaches this last week. Um, The only tip I can say is that my doctor told me to use Tylenol instead of Advil. I won't get into the specifics of why, but I mean, I'm just going to listen to her on that one. Um, Another thing is skin sensitivity. So this is actually something I read and I was glad that I read it this week. Um, And a tip is just to start packing on that SPF like even more than usual uh, because your skin may be a little bit more sensitive to the sun. This is a time where a lot of women can experience melasma, which like you might start getting like darker spots on the skin. Um, So just, you know, be cognizant of that, wear your SPF, maybe put a hat on if you're going to go for your little daily walks. It's just one of those lovely things that can also come up with pregnancy. All right. So let's hit our to-dos and then we'll wrap it up this week. I mean, the only big things to do this week are, you know, go to your week eight appointment. While you're there, you're probably going to schedule your week 12 appointment, which um, I did last week. And then really the only other thing you can do is just get lots of sleep. Like, I don't know about you guys, but at this stage, I just feel like every day, feels so long. I'm like, how am I going to get through these next eight months? So just keep in mind that like, we're kind of in the thick of it right now. And then in about a month, we're going to be, you know, getting past this first trimester, getting into second trimester and just keeping our fingers crossed that things get a little bit better. I have heard from so many friends, so many people who have gone through this before me that everyone's like, trust me, just get through the first trimester. It's going to get easier. So uh, if you feel, if you're with me, if you're kind of feeling like 
like, holy shit, how am I going to get through this? Let's just keep a positive mindset and, uh, and keep trucking for the next few weeks, you know, take it easy, be gentle with yourself. Growing a person is no joke. It's not easy. So I'm right there with you. All right. So that is all for this week. Thank you so much for listening. And if you're enjoying this podcast, make sure to subscribe and maybe leave a little review if you can. Come over and connect with me on social. I'm at Big Kid Problems or on my personal Instagram at Sarah Merrill underscore Hall. I'd love to hear how your pregnancy is going. And seriously, hit me up if you have any tips for getting through a blood test or anything like that. I'm kind of freaking out. Uh, In the meantime, I will see you guys back here next week for some week nine updates. And until then, thanks for bumping along with me.